fall catalogs out. It's time to sell the ladies in town your new shades. But no one's having it. So you go to the creepy old house up on the hill. You go past some beautifully manicured shrubs, past some old machinery, and upstairs you find it. It's the Lost Remote. Welcome to the Lost Remote Podcast. We are watching Edward Scissorhands this week. I'm joined by Zach and Brian, as always. Edward Scissorhands is, of course, a modern fairy tale with Johnny Depp and Winona Ryder that sees Diane Weist uh, finding a loner with an unusual handicap or handicapable uh, attachment where his hands would be, he's got scissors. So she brings him home, integrates him into the family. He finds uh, unique ways to integrate into the neighborhood until things start to go wrong. As he's chased out Frankenstein style, uh, we meet the culmination of many things. Love, uh, territorial ownership of a woman, and cool baked goods from Vincent Price. It's Edward Scissorhands. Guys, especially Brian, Ambrosia Salad? Man, that was a big mouthful. I, I don't know how you can handle it. And Okay, can we be... I, I'm not entirely sure what Ambrosia Salad is, but it looks like it's one of those like sweet things did it look sweet to anyone else because he had oh it's definitely had... sweet is it like marshmallow fluff and fruit stuff i guess that's what i'm that's imagining what i think it is i you know our history i don't want to you know steal the lead but i did i mean this <laughs> one had a just buffet for brian yeah that, um, a lot all the food looked pretty good but like everything the ladies were trying to feed him at the barbecue was just like casserole-esque stuff yeah, just uh, of it. on Taste of Home, their uh, recipe is mandarin oranges, pineapple, miniature marshmallows, coconut, and sour cream. Yeah, that's definitely one of those. No, thank you. Things. <laughs> I'm good with no ambrosia salad. So I, I'm curious, what possessed her to go up to a house that they've lived in this neighborhood for a while and she's never felt the need to approach <laughs> desperation. I mean, it's a new, you know, it almost, let's face it. This is a, this is a fairy tale. So maybe Big on time. other days it's cloudier up there, you know, maybe on uh, other times there's a, you know, it just isn't as welcoming or she doesn't even, maybe this is the day she made it to the end of the street. You know, maybe she's usually, too fed up by the time she gets that far. Just well, we can tell she's got that fuck it look on her. You know, she's yeah. Like, Let's. I'm. I'm going. Yeah, I'm I mean, going. really, the real answer of why she's never tried before is because it doesn't look like someone's there to sell to. Yeah. yeah. You know, and just today's the day that she's tired of hearing no so much. Like, maybe you're a little adventurous. It's kind of like that. Yeah. So if someone hasn't seen this classic, first off, just watch it um but i mean it's it's that it's time to change the cycle move you know she's stuck in a cycle and this is the attempt to change the cycle what's up there and she was i'm sure assuming nothing but then you start to see signs of life as you approach so yeah 
Was this uh, probably the thriller video in this? Were those your first Vincent Price interactions? As a child, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say yeah. so. I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of other Vincent Price stuff since, but yeah, you know, in the past 30 years, I've, I've watched a little bit of it. <laughs> no, it's just, it's it was interesting to me. I was kind of thinking about it on this rewatch of just how much I liked him. And I think this was his last role, right? I'm pretty sure it was. No. So it just, it's unique that it introduced such a different audience to how great he was that in thriller you know just between one and the other and you don't really get him performing you get that voice and stuff so um i don't know it just he doesn't have a lot of scenes it's kind of like your you know the movie feature you know like plan nine's got bella lugosi well we got five minutes of bella or something right like it's not a lot in there but it's powerful um i really like him in that uh is he so this when I was kind of thinking about it, this is this is two movies, right? It's Pinocchio and it's Frankenstein. Yeah. Um definitely. You know, you it's not a mad scientist, it's a Geppetto. I I I was kind of considering right. Yeah, now, he definitely but... he definitely rides the rail on that one. You know. Yeah, I mean he, he creates him because he's lonely and or Vincent Price, the inventor. Creates Edward because he's lonely and wants somebody well, to love and uh, or some companionship uh, or something, someone to teach maybe. And yeah, uh, I, I I wouldn't. I don't mean to jump on that. I'm just like I don't know. It didn't seem like the moment he decided to do what he did was an act of loneliness. It almost seemed like like serendipity. Like he just he looked at the chopper bot and was like, he had the cookie in his hand. He's like, wait a minute. I got a kooky idea, and he goes through with his kooky idea. How about those cookies, man? You want some uh, chopper butt cookies? Dude, there's no eggs in those cookies. There's no way the stirs on the side mixed up that egg. (laughs) Yeah, that was definitely (laughs) something else that... It was a cool visual, but it should have just had one stir in the middle. (laughs) At least, just... at least Pee Wee's stuff worked, you know. Yeah. <laughs> this crazy stuff was just like for for looks. I d- what I liked the most about that, honestly, was I liked the uh, the walking one that, that had the cookie cutters on its feet. Yeah, now, was, that's really neat was visual. This this was before. This was before. Was this before? Um. Batman Returns. Uh, this was Zach, in to the IMDb. Yeah, it almost doesn't matter because you can tell that during this phase, Mr. Burton had a liking to round heads. Like, so the one of the, like the robots, right, that were on the assembly line had heads that looked exactly like the Shrek cat head. Sure. So he he's going through a phase in this one. This this <laughs> came I, out. Yeah, this came out in ninety. It's the year after yeah. um, the original Batman and two years before the Batman Returns. Yeah. So he's. I just he's, like I like the uh, the Danny Elfman phone where it's like Danny, Christmas music. Got it. Danny, Batman Returns. We need different Christmas music. Well, 
sort of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a couple. I mean, it's it's amazing, right? Like, so this is we've talked about this early on in the podcast, like that first six movie stretch or whatever for Burton and you know the ones working with Elfman. I just it's it's a hell of a run. Um, yeah, yeah, it's. Um, I would call this. Yeah. I would call this. When you watch the movie and you when you when you watch all of Tim Burton's stuff and you see all the similarities between them all and his his style, how he likes to present things, I would consider this the quintessential this is Tim Burton movie yeah. because he doesn't this isn't during when he starts going off the doing the same thing over and over again rails. Right. This is him presenting a story that he wanted to present. And, you know, he got this, the plain Jane neighborhood suburbia that he likes to throw out and then contrasted heavily up to the creepy mansion, you know. Yeah. How great uh, are the houses? Like just the, the pastel, I, like. I, yeah, it, so instantly when it shows the neighborhood, I get taken into the beginning of Weeds with the intro song, the little boxes. That's ex- instantly what I thought of whenever I the watched this, this last time. Oh, okay. Well, just the intro. Yeah. <laughs> the song at the beginning. Yeah, you can definitely talk about how yeah, yeah, all the no, houses I, in suburbia are the same, just different I, colors. I agree this is pure distill, distilled, like perfect Burton. Before... There was like the hey, this is the script you need to follow, or the pattern you need to, or you need to make something weird to make it weird, or whatever. Like, yeah, this feels to me this, even though, uh, there's certain things about all of his ones in this stretch that I think are amazing. Like, I, I do think this is like his, yeah, his magnum opus for him, like for being Tim Burton. This is the perfect balance, Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. See, I'm, I'm going to agree with you there, too. And the reason I think that I think this is his first real opportunity as a director to be weird. Because, I mean, he had Pee Wee's Playhouse, and that would have been Paul Rubens mainly control, more in control of that. He had Beetlejuice, <laughs> which mean... is Michael Keaton. Keep and, going, you keep know. going. But I think this is the first one where it's not... Uh, you know, like he had Batman, obviously. Warner Brothers had a lot of... Direct. I mean, okay, this some, is his but, starring. Yeah. This is him in the forefront. This is yes, this is whenever exactly. I think everybody because realized that he is weird, like really, like a weird dude. Which is nothing wrong with it. it all, just, all of his movies prior to this, it was someone else's flick. You're right, Zach. Like you got Pee Wee. Uh, that was Paul Rubens. Paul, movie. That was yeah. a Paul. That was a Paul Rubin movie. And then you, Beetlejuice. That's a Michael Keaton movie. Like he may not have control, but he definitely. That's I I it was I mean yeah the name on the marquee was Keaton there's yeah. a lot of Keaton Baldwin Burton and Davis you know there. there's a lot <laughs> well, of Burton yeah there's a lot of Burton in there yeah but like in Pee Wee was... the Burton stuff bleeds into the edges and like of course yeah. the clown ambulance scene and stuff like that yeah. but right it's a Pee Wee vehicle uh, yeah. Batman he at least got to make his Gotham mm-hmm. you know the a, a big star of it but yeah no it's a good but, point. Like, my, this, my... this one is all him. Yeah. Um, even 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 though the names that are in it, this is his. Like this. I is mean, even though it put you know them on a rocket too, right? Well, yeah. yeah, but the names that are in it weren't 
I mean, who is the biggest star at the time in this? Anthony Michael Hall? Uh, I mean, 21 Jump Street, Nightmare on Elm Street. What else had Depp done? Yeah, this? Depp had done some things, but this is his, where this is was great for Depp, is this, this is, is the breakout. first chance that he was a character actor that showed that he actually had range and doesn't no. just have to play the pretty face. Or I think you know, so. This... I mean, without double-checking the Imdaba, you know, it, it, it always felt like his kind of breakout. Winona yeah. had... She had some good stuff from the this? 80s. Heather's would have been right before this, I think. Heather's like 88, 89. She was in but Lucas. Not... What are you talking about? Lucas was before this. <laughs> yeah, Lucas had the lid off. Um, oh. So, like, I mean, it just, uh, you know, no, I, I, we're on the same page here, right? Yeah, like, was, yeah. it is the biggest name is was was Burton going into this. Yes. Um, well, I was talking about the actor, though. The, the biggest actor going into this with probably the most fame and had been in the most... I mean, no disrespect to Alan Arkin and uh, Diane Weiss, but Anthony Michael Hall was huge in the 80s. Uh, I mean, right? but Winona, dude, Winona Ryder, for me, yeah, he was, but like, he he was, you're right. But like, we'd already had Beetlejuice and we'd had Heathers. Like, she was already in my heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's, I think, and early on, you see that, um, like you were talking about last week with Gorman, like he likes to use a lot of the same actors and... I think Tim Burton is the definition of liking to use a lot of the same actors because this, oh, yeah. I mean, this movie started a, what, 20 year, 25 year relationship of Johnny Depp almost being in every one of his movies. Yeah. And we, you know, we'd had the polar from Beetlejuice thing um, mm -hmm. with Winona and stuff like, dude, just scrolling so through the, makes me want to watch Ed Wood again, looking at Depp's yeah. credits, talking about yeah, the Burton relationship. <laughs> Man. What a, what a film. What a what a relationship there, but yeah. Um, so, which of Edward's talents was your favorite? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be straight up here. He had one talent, but which one of his applications of his talent was your favorite? Well, I, I'll still have to say is probably the uh, the shrubbery stuff. Yeah. Zach? Um, yeah, I like the shrubbery stuff. I also liked uh, him cutting the dog hair a lot more than the people hair because the dog hair more looked like the animal could actually still walk around with that. Some of that crappy cut on people's hair. Like the one lady that was going up at the end towards the house, her head looked like a, her hair was cut like a present. Yep. <laughs> so there's no real function to, like, there's no way people would walk around with that, you know, especially in this neighborhood. Well, well it, it's just the fat thing. It's the new thing. It's what it yeah. is. That's, yeah, that's it's like uh, it's like the. I mean, think about it. The majority of the neighborhood ladies there are very bored. Yeah, I mean, as soon as very much. It's a status thing. Yeah, as soon as you see Diane Weiss driving him down, they have the you know, telephone, telegram, tell the neighbor, and everybody knows everything. Yeah. But I'm saying They're... the wild hair, it's it's a status symbol, just like mm -hmm. any kind of like, you know, like why do golfers always dress like they're the dumbest people in the world, you know, like with their stupid white pants and their little checkered shirts, and, you know, like there's all these things that are like the fashion, even though it looks la dumb. Yeah. I don't know. That was the first thing, you know, you'd think about the capital and hunger games, you know, they just look <laughs> as ridiculous as possible. And that's the sign of their wealth. Um, uh, so it just. Yeah, uh, the the Eddard hair, you know, was going to be a thing for a while. Um, I don't know. 
I, I think um, I really watching this movie though. I think Alan Arkin is the steals the show. I think yeah. Alan Arkin's spectacular in this. Oh yeah. And just the the way he delivers his lines. And the best one is when after uh, the neighbor lady, I cannot remember her name, the redheaded one takes him and she tries to uh, get Ed to have, you know, relations. And he goes back and tells, we saw the storeroom. And then she took off all her clothes and everybody <laughs> else is paying attention. And Alan Arkin's just going on telling him what he was telling him about how oh, to be respectful good. and on time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah I like uh, I like his test on the like what do you do if you find the money you know he's just um, it's yeah, I mean it's back, a hell of a casting back to the point like of this being a Frankenstein slash Pinocchio mm-hmm. most of this movie is the Pinocchio story mm-hmm. right? it's like he's kind of like he wants regular hands eventually and pretty much to be a real boy yep kind of thing but a lot of the movie is him succumbing to temptations of popularity and whatnot and lemonade, he, the flesh. Yeah. He, it's that's <laughs> the tale he's going on. And, and there's a lot of ethics talk, obviously. Yeah. Jiminy cricket stuff, you know, how, like, how much would you have loved to have taken like a, a manners course from Vincent price? <laughs> well, that's, this is boring. Let's read boring. poetry. <laughs> Boring. Yeah, yeah it's been great. But uh, so you're you're talking about that. I think that he doesn't succumb to any uh, the popularity as much. I think he is so in love with one owner rider in this that he would literally like they they say if you ask him to jump off a cliff, he would. He would. You know, and it's obvious whenever they break into the house, and he knew whose house it was the whole time, and he tells her, "Yeah, late, it was his late house. 80s, I did it because you asked me Winona to." Ryder, like who wouldn't? Uh, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm in that boat. That is, uh, she's an but, angel in this. Yeah. When she gets to the snow, man, what a scene! And he's chopping up the ice, and she's spinning. <laughs> Guys, that's the best stuff. Because I always laugh. I'm like, where do these giant pieces of ice? Come from? <laughs> it's, it's a it's, it's a fairy tale, you know. I it's... know exactly. Like, for for everyone making uh, making sense of this movie from any other angle than it being a fairy tale and a fantastic tale doesn't work. Like it's like he's. He's a he's a machine man, which is why he's able to do what he does with his hands and not absolutely kill anybody when he's doing his actual cutting, because that's I I assume parts of the original Shredder machine is in him, and that's like what like his base code, if you will, you know, like he's not a robot, but he's also a robot. Like it's it's some weird an automaton. Yeah, it's it's some weird amalgamation of this. So he's like a real person and a machine. So the machine side takes over whenever he's doing, or at least the his ability to control himself and his hands takes over. The machine side does when he does when he's actually start, actually having a goal. Stressed or yeah. no? When he's having a goal, like when he's going, totally yeah. cool. He, he won't. He can do. He can work so right, fast and not slice somebody to pieces. Yeah. But when he's not on a task, he's a bumbling. One karate chop to somebody's neck. Yeah, exactly. 
It's all I love I love him at show and tell. Um, they bust out the. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, that's a good point. Like, the ability to carve out the little, like, paper people in by and tossing them in the air and stuff or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you like. can tell, too, Arthur, because he always starts off, like, the machine part when he's doing, like Brian's saying, he starts off slow and then yeah. slow and then it's just, bam, he's yep. going into it. He's going into he's, it. He takes over. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily take over. It's more like he hasn't, he's given his machine part a goal and it it uses his sensory whatnot to study the the uh object and alter it the way i've never thought about that part of it and i love it yeah like that that's that's the thing it's like that's why whenever he's not like that that's why i think whenever because he has immense control when he's doing it but when he doesn't have an an objective in mind the hands he's just uh, he just flails you know he accidentally cuts himself and other people he doesn't know what he's doing with them he cuts himself a lot. <laughs> yeah, but so uh, how old? How old is Edward? How how long has the uh, he's been, up there a while. been dead? A I'm gonna while. say he'd been dead like 50 years before she finds him. It's been some time. Because with that hole that came in the side, you oh, know, stuff, it had to can, be a long time. stuff can take over. Nature takes over places pretty quick. I mean, a decade I'm, could be very. I was talking reasonable. about the hole in the side of the house, the roof of the house being gone. I know. So, I mean, stone. I'm talking about nature taking over. Like, something could have broken I, in, and yeah, I thought he'd been there for a long time. And there's, there's also no way in this. They, these kids, for being little hellions like, um, you know, Anthony Michael Hall is in this, they they're actually not because nobody went up there to trash that house in all these years. Because <laughs> you know, like if it's one in Weatherford, if there had been a house like that, everybody in our school would have been there at least once. That would have been yeah, the party house. Who would have gotten in? The obvious, the obvious party house, which would have made it immediately not. I would have gone house. in. Well, I, I mean, in a small group, yeah, but not yeah. really. Like... Depends what legends are, you know, yeah. on it for going in. Like, um, that's dead man's. <laughs> Dead man's house. I think, of, think about uh, I think about Big Fish when it's the late the witch's house where like she can see how you die or you know something like that. Um, if you go up to the door and she'll tell you the uh, and I'm, I'll go ahead and reveal it. My favorite line of dialogue in this whole movie is after Edward gets arrested and the arresting officer is talking to a therapist about him. Yeah, it's like he's since he's been alone, he has boyish and he's, you know, his imagination, you can tell that's where it's doing, but he can't function with this, this, and this. Well, will he be okay on the street? Oh yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> that interaction is exactly great. Wrong, but it's just other people like, Oh, you know, he, it, every bit of what happens terribly to Edward is a result of his naivete and other people. I mean, that's yeah. just how yeah. that's going to roll. Well, it, it's, and it's not being around people too. He doesn't have the ability to process and any kind of frustration in a real positive way. That's why he tears up the curtains and tears up the bathroom, just claws. And if he was normal, you know, had normal hands, uh, nothing would have been damaged, obviously. So, and it, and it was actually kind of, I think his reaction was somewhat how most people would have actually reacted. So I'm, I'm walking back what I said, you know, if you, you're in love with somebody and they're with the, douchebag and they run out to greet them but he didn't know that she was mad at him but you know and he 
went through and just basically slapped the curtains, but he has knives on his hands. Yeah. Well, he's he certainly did himself in the mirror and stroking the wall like, but he, he has knives. He's cutting it up. I mean, he doesn't. He certainly didn't pick up on the cues, like. How she stormed out. Well, how, like, I think it was the dinner prior. Like when, when they got home and they had dinner. Like, no, I'm not seeing him. No, it was it was right after that. I was seeing immediately after that. Yeah, yeah. seeing immediately after. Yeah. Let's go bowling. Yeah, she she was like, no, and she was very like, I'm not gonna see him tonight. No. I like uh, of all the dated references now, like the way the van is and stuff like that. To me, the one that like really tells you the time frame that it's set is the waterbed scene. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it, that is just a thing that did not continue. <laughs> When are, when are waterbeds coming back? That's the real question here. Have you ever been on a waterbed? Oh, yeah. So to answer that, hopefully never. My other buddy, uh, uh, his older brother had one. It was always fun to be like, wooey. But it's, all, yeah. it's all well and good when, until you're trying to sleep. <laughs> yeah. No, I can well imagine how terrible that support is. Actually, it's it's not bad. Uh, the support's not bad because it's just any like, any motion and it just disturbs mm-hmm. everything. It's like amplified. It's, it's like okay, drinking and then getting on a waterbed is a very terrible oh, idea. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to be like a pirate? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know it's just kind of funny that they just like were so popular and then just disappeared. Like I guess. They were the lava lamp of sleeping. Yeah. But, you know, I just. I mean, it's still out there. You can still buy them. Can you? Yes. Easily uh, at a store? I'm sure you can. Or is it like on somebody on Craigslist will make one? I'm sure they still sell them. I have fused many baggies together. It should hold. Mm-hmm. So I do like when he first pokes the waterbed and he just puts the bear on oh it. My Doesn't God. say anything. And then he climbs into the bed later that night and it still has water. <laughs> yeah. But we got to remember it's a super fairy tale. Not a lot of pressure on it. You know, it's, yeah. just, it's an opening until you sit on it. Like, Yeah, and he slept Plenty on of it. pressure on it because when, when she comes home, he pops <laughs> the crap out of that sucker. Oh, yeah. Just, well, that part. They, they start. I wonder what his playing. weight is. If it's comparable to a human or it's different because like his parts, like he's got the machine stuff, but a lot of it could be like a, like a gel type. I I would consider him shortly, like just a, just a little bit weighing more than he looks just a little, not a whole lot. I'd agree. I've also always been curious where um, the inventor got the face and the head for Edward. Yeah, th- this is the whole this is super fairy tale stuff because there's a lot of <laughs> nonsensical crap. Because even even go to the the inventors. <laughs> Zach. Oh, that's, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you get you get um Be a you get a lot of the uh, you get a long call, dude. Plan. I'm sure he took off. You get his whole plan, and he's like, "I'm gonna do this and that." But I'm going to make him a lethal killing machine until the very end. Mm-hmm. But he will have a human face. Yeah. 
Uh, I never thought he he was making something lethal. No, it's that's not specific what he was doing. No, but I'm making a joke. Is like I yeah. You 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 gave him the human quality in the face. I mean, why? Yeah, why not the hands? Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> I, I might have. I think he was more useful around the grounds with the scissors. Um, I I think you know like Vincent Price's well, thing was limited to his conveyor belts and stuff, but. But we're talking. We're talking like detachable, you know. Yeah, it could have made it shamed it, sure. Yeah, but like, like I would have even accepted if he had detachable hands or whatever, and they got ruined. That'd be okay. Yeah. But instead, well, maybe he was about to. Maybe those—that's what the hands were. Yes, those they, were. That, but yeah, I they were going to replace. I would have been fine with them. Replace being or part detachable. Of him yeah. For a while. From the beginning. Then, yeah. yeah. So he was um, be able to miss his hands rather than wish he had them. Right. Yeah, I mean, like he could have killed his father right at the very beginning when he first gained consciousness, ran up and gave him a hug. <laughs> but you know what? That's if I woke boring. up looking like that, if I woke up looking like boring. that, I'd head for the nearest living thing and kill it. <laughs> kill it. <laughs> boring. Um, yeah, that's the whole fairy tale part of this. This is yeah. a. This is a movie. I, I, I decided quite a bit through. I was like, I'm not going to bother <laughs> with this one. Yep. Yeah. Um, you see the oh. turn is the one neighbor, though. She she was embarrassed. And rather than because he's not really going to say it. I mean, he said all he was going to say to the family. Yeah, he's he not going to tell it. everybody because he doesn't know what she was trying to do. Right. You know, he just got scared in the situation and ran whenever yeah, she's uh, felt that Jezebel. Yeah. <laughs> just a bail. Just a bail. Um, what was I going to say? Dang it. Yeah, good loss. Yeah. <laughs> Dang if it. Steal all my, if we steal all my dad's stuff, we'll have enough money where I can buy a van. You don't think your dad's going to wonder where the hell the money came from to buy the van? <laughs> True. Um. Dang. I had one more thing around the Vincent Price, like Edward stuff, but it's all good. Yep. Yeah. I just, uh, I'm always oh, curious no, what his feet look like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Edward doorstop feet. Uh, <laughs> no, I was just going to say it's, uh, it's nice that a movie with somebody with scissor hands is like edited so perfectly. Like, this is one of those movies we've talked about this before. Where's the fat? Like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like there's fat on this film. Like nah, it is moves. just, it moves. It is, it is a left to right sequence, you know, with the couple little uh, Vincent Price flashbacks. But like, it is has, perfectly this, paced. I would yeah, say if anyone pacing, had a complaint grateful. about the speed of the movie, it would be only at the beginning. But once Edwards on the scene, the movie just flies. Yeah. Yeah, and that's only like three minutes before he's on the scene. <laughs> Or maybe a little bit more, but the the best sell was Diane Weiss talking to the uh, the girl. It's like you think you don't think I actually have money, do you? Yeah. God. <laughs> Who I, was I, it? Was it wasn't this group with the Weiss infection thing? Yeah, I was about to ask if I had mentioned <laughs> that one before. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I had a because all weekend I had a Diane Weiss infection, and everybody just stares at him for like twenty seconds. <laughs> Like yeast, 
Yeah, that's the cold open. It hits the theme music. It's so good. Good old Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, I remember that. We talked about that on uh, Lost Boys. There you go. All right. Any, uh, like I said, man, it's it's a pretty perfect movie in my opinion. Uh, you guys got anything else before we kind of move forward on it? Uh, it's a really? Pinocchio, Frankenstein, and highly recommend for my end. Yeah. Zach? Sure. Watch it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Brian, Woo! sweet treat it. Oh, you know what? Like I said, I don't have one. Mm. This was pretty straight. Like, even though it's got stuff that's nonsense, like, it's pretty straightforward. I, I didn't catch on anything. It's very. I was isolated. hoping you would try to geolocate where it's happening <laughs> because from the hill, he could see the ocean sometimes. Yeah. And I was hoping you would have checked fog records for <laughs> certain parts of the coast. No. And this... like the house style is only like in Northeastern, like something. And we could be like, oh, well, this is obviously inner Massachusetts or something like well, Fine. We'll go with that. We'll say, you know what? <laughs> you know what? This is like a, a Dr. Seuss story, right? Yeah. Very self-isolated. It's like a Whoville or something like that, because you get you get real. I I, I didn't catch any. Of course, I kind of stopped bothering, but I didn't catch any real references to where this was. It's more like just a like it's a fantasy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with a modern setting. I just like the uh, the. One of the statues that's in this, it looks like they went and stole it from the grave in uh, Army of Darkness, <laughs> or Army of Darkness stole it from the grave from the house. But I also think that uh, to, I think that they didn't have to make uh, model houses for the after the Beetlejuice movie. They just used the same one <laughs> for the next three of three, for <laughs> Batman this and Batman Returns. <laughs> just quick, make a little adjustment. Same house. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but house. can you see the ocean from there? I thought they were real houses. No, there's okay. there's a model house scene. Yeah, yeah. with the driving do- driving home from work. It was it was real is at the beginning before I think this story. Yeah, really I love his. I love Burton's suburbia. Like it's just mm-hmm. it's such an interesting thing, you know, viewable like that. Anyway, so I I do have one more story from when I was a kid, and I knew this yeah. was coming on. Do you remember I, when HBO? HBO, yeah, HBO used to do the makings of on a bunch of big movies mm-hmm. right before they release them on. Uh, yeah, like little you know, five minute specials and stuff. They used to do thirty minutes. Sometimes. Come, yeah, but it come up. They did one on Edward Scissorhands, and all I really remember about it is Tim. Uh, story of Tim Burton when he first realized he was really weird was he was a child like eight or ten or something like that, and he had a crush on the girl across the street. So for Valentine's Day, he made her a Valentine, and when he took to give it to her, she screamed bloody murder because he made a pumping heart model. (laughs) (laughs) Gave it to her. That's amazing. That's what I remember from from the making of Edward Scissorhands. (laughs) I I love his mind. I just, you know, there's certain stuff. Like, it felt like he went to the well too many times down the road. But, I mean, this just, this stretch is just... Quite the cinematic gift. It's um, like, it's like, um, oh, well, there's so many, there's actually so many movies on the subject. It's like, even this one could be considered. When you feel like people latch on to something about you and they think it's great, 
and then you feel pressure to keep pouring it on over time. It's kind of what happened to Edward in this, and it's you know it's basically what's happened to Tim throughout his career. Yeah, I mean, just face it, like Shyamalan had to become the twist guy, you know, like yeah, even though it shouldn't have had to, like could have done a couple twists and then just do stuff, but like it always he always had to be a twist guy. Um, and he's not doesn't stand up the same way to this work but like it just that feeling like you're putting a box i feel you know, I don't know. Hey, uh, uh, to be fair Shyamalan's first two twists were pretty amazing no i i dude and unbreakable six, to me is an absolute six cents and unbreakable and i love unbreakable <laughs> i love i love that whole story the whole uh three movie story on that so six cents uh there's a great joke in 30 rock about that where Tracy Morgan's like, yo, Liz, I finally figured out the ending to Sixth Sense. Those names, those were the people who worked on the movie. <laughs> I just, amazing, amazing payoff. Uh, all right, so I have, uh, like, I'm working remote here today. Uh, thanks to the magic of the cloud, I do have our rankings list, but I have it on my phone here, so... Uh, about to reorder us here. We rank all the movies we see, and from season one, we brought some along. So we're gonna figure out where Edward Scissorhands ranks among stuff we've seen. Let's see. Whose list is this? My tabs don't show up this same. It's great. You um, should be able to tell off the first three. Yeah, hold on. Read, read the it's, first three. I'll tell you whose it is. Zach, hold on. I have to be able to like go to the other tab anyway here in a second. Um, okay. Just seeing if this will work. Uh, borders, home, insert, draw, formulas. Because like there should be multiple tabs to the sheet. And I'm not seeing them. Anyway. Uh, well, we can rank it next week real quick. Could <laughs> do that. Yeah, it yeah. I, I don't think, you know, we should try too hard. <laughs> it's, no. it's number, it's number eight. Whatever that, uh, whatever was there, that's what it's taking the place of. I think it's funny that like the little mobile Excel, it's like cool, you can use Excel, but you can't see the bottom tabs. That's, Sucker. Yeah, eat it. Um, okay, so, so we'll just skip the rankings this week. Batman Returns. Whose was that? <laughs> That's Brian's. All right. Well, Brian gets to rank this week. Cool. Okay. Uh, your top three Ghostbusters, New Nightmare, Batman Returns. What That's else? all I can see. Keep Holter going. Holter Geist, Gremlins, Adam's Family Values, Scrooged, Evil Dead 2, Monster Squad. Uh, I will. Okay. I will put this above Monster Squad. Oh. Okay, Edward. I'm just waiting to see if it saves it back to your list. It will not. It's not letting me edit the copy. Yeah, I was going to say. Okay, it should. I have the license. It's all right. Amazing. It's all right. We can. All right, let's pair this movie. Like a fine wine. Let's pair it. Like a fine wine. Mad Dog 2020. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, What? would you show 
with Edward Scissorhands. Well, go ahead, Arthur. You, you picked the movie. Oh, Big Start Fish. Start us off. 100% Big Fish. And I'd actually, mm. even though it's a different point in his career, I think I'd do Big Fish first and then finish it off with the sweet ending. Oh, I know you guys are like heartless bastards, whatever. Like, uh, have you ever cried watching this movie? This movie? Edward no. Scissorhands? Yeah. No. What about Big Fish? Yes. No. Uh, no, I don't. You're heartless bastards. I just uh, no. Edward, the the little finishing, like when she's doing the dance and like they'll think back, like it gets me. But Big Fish just breaks me. Uh, I was watching on airplane once and just was like, blah, blah, blah. Uh, um, so uh, I think it's one of Burton's best later works, um, like mid two thousands or whatever. Another great fairy tale. So. Uh, that would be my evening. What about you, Zach? I am going to pair this with A Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm, which so I'm doubling up on Burton. Uh, I will go with The Nightmare Before Christmas and then close with this. Okay. Any, any, anything to call out there? No, I just love both movies and I think they'd be amazing together. Yeah. Brian? Uh, my evening would be we start off with Edward Scissorhands and we end with What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Big time. Good stuff. Yeah. Arnie. Yeah. I could go at any time, Gilbert. Yep. You could go at any time. Yeah, Gilbert. I could have died, Gilbert, because you left me in the tub all night. Mm-hmm. Forgot about that one. I know I didn't see Gilbert Grape in theater. America. It's David Spade's old joke from uh, Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. We do the Hollywood <laughs> Minute. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Uh, anything to call out for Gilbert Grape there, Brian? Yeah, it's just, it's weird, right? It's not one of those movies that I would consider myself, like, seeking out, but occasionally I'll seek it out. It's just, it's not an action flick. It's, I wouldn't call it a comedy. I, I drama. It's a drama, I guess. Yeah, but it's it's it's, it's so good. It's something. Well, I know that. Yeah, I I, have... I didn't watch it for a long time. I think when I watched it for the first time, I was in high school, maybe even like a first or second year of college. And I was, why did I avoid this? This movie's fantastic. No, I it's it's weird too. It's Brian's right. It's weird and it's, it, but I enjoy it. Yeah, I I definitely haven't seen it since the '90s. Uh, I think I watched it a couple times because oh, wow. DiCaprio's performance is. I so think good I watched it. I think I watched it last year. Yeah, the best part of the best part about it's when he's uh, sleeping with a married woman. When Gilbert Grape sleep sleep with a married woman, and the husband's trying to sell him life insurance the whole time. Mm. Spoilers. Yeah, way to go. <laughs> sorry, on, sorry. on the other hand, I have been able to catch the hunt for Red October. I found it somewhere it's streaming. Nice. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Watched it like three that. times. Wow. <laughs> I guess I should give it a watch. Like... Oh yeah, it's on. It's on YouTube Movies. Okay. You just okay. have a few commercial breaks. They're not bad. Nice. Cool. I've not watched that in a long time. So I do have a question for y'all. Did you hear the news? What's the news? No. Nightmare on Elm Street is now headed 
to the National Film Registry at the Library of Congress. Well, good. Does that mean a new scan? I don't know. I just, uh, I was was scrolling through the Twitter earlier, and uh, Heather Langenkamp tweeted it. Nice. And then linked it to the article, but I didn't open the article. <laughs> Never read a uh, 10. <laughs> yeah. read the, I read the tweet. <laughs> no. Nah. The there, there was more than 280 characters or whatever the heck it one, is. One, <laughs> 2.916, Dewey's coming for you. <laughs> My Dewey Decimal System. Um, going in the librarian would be pissed at me. Uh, so next week, show us three memorial Christmas screening part two, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so last time we had... What? Something from the last 10 years? Something from uh, okay, whenever? So something from last, the 80s? Last time we had a horror movie, something under 25 years old, and something over 25 okay. years old. Yeah. So, so 95 was the cutoff. I have some ideas to get a little weird with it. Okay. Um, Present them. So, I mean, not super weird, but like, all right. Uh, but just to kind of mix it up a little from what we did before. Uh, I think one should just be uh, because we're trying not to show anything we've shown before, right? Yeah. Um, so, like, one, a theatrical Christmas movie. Just you pick your era, whatever. Okay. Two, a double screening of television Christmas specials. So the same special back to back? No, uh, or two, two separate different. specials. Okay. Yeah, you can because I mean two they're episodes. Yeah. You know, they may be half hours, they may be hours, whatever. But you're okay. at a theater and you want something doubled up. Okay. And the third. Here comes. We each pick without having seen it some random Hallmark movie, like whatever Hallmark movie sounds the most ridiculous. Okay. Make the pitch based on the description for it. Uh, you know, just to discuss what we think happens. I don't know. Okay. I wanted to incorporate like the Hallmark ones, but I don't think any of us really watch them unless I have asked to. No, I, I have not watched them. <laughs> I have uh, listened to Lewis Black's take on Hallmark movies. Recently. Hold on now. Now, can we expand the Hallmark? Made so, for TV. Yeah, or, like, like, like Lifetime or something. Oh, yeah. But I mean, like, <laughs> Not <laughs> not cool ones like yeah like there's just, gonna be someone who has worked in finance too much and he comes back home to the bayou and he meets the girl again and they fall in love. All right. Well, yeah. no, that, you got that. I think you got that reversed. It's the it's the woman who goes to the big city and comes back home and finds. <laughs> we'll her see. High school we'll yeah. see. I don't know. Don't do you guys? Sad. What do you What do you think about those three categories? We can scratch the lifetime, what, like Hallmark What's the one. first one again? Whatever uh, we want. A theatrical I, I, Christmas. It's the It's got to be a theatrical Christmas movie. So yeah. pretty much, we did for all theatrical the release ones that we did last year were pretty much theatrical releases. <clears throat> Except for Jack Frost uh, cartoon. Well, you don't know that. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm a, I think those were oh, were directed TV. Oh yeah. So anyway, yeah, pretty much any of those would have applied. Um, yeah, it's just 
it opens it up to a Christmas movie you want to show. Yeah. And then we get to talk about like some of our favorite. How about do we want to do two to three Christmas episodes since usually they're 30 minutes and we're talking uh, about the theater? Perhaps, perhaps what you should talk about is maybe a time filler. Because uh, some shows might run an hour long. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, how about... I'd say may, a minimum of two. Yeah, maximum 90-ish minutes of Christmas yeah. special TV. Sounds good. Yeah. Oh. And then the third's just like the oddball. Like I just kind of got a yeah. kick out of us like scrolling I... the list of stuff we've never seen and being like, it's gotta be lay you know lay time carol or whatever um <laughs> i don't know man i don't watch these i just thought it'd christmas be in vermont or something yeah it's like <laughs> but just any of those like i mean it's gonna be like two very very generic white people doing you know very predictable christmas things i just think it'd be funny to like try to figure out how the path works or like just like read the synopsis and then read maybe some of the imdb rankings on them like don't don't preview that part just like there's going to be a way to look up like hallmark and lifetime christmas specials and just pick a title and let's dive in blind there is yeah exactly yeah i'm down with that um yeah i mean you can look at the uh what they're presenting this year (laughs) just do it yeah because they have like 30 days of it but i think it'd be funny to like explore those you know how the comments sometimes go on like well, I used to think I know pain because I stabbed both of my feet on some tire tracks, but then I watched Christmas in Vermont. <laughs> you know, like, I, don't know. I just think we can stumble I, on some stuff like that. Okay, good, because it, this is going to be the difference where we're not required to watch it beforehand. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the, the actual challenge is not having watched it. and Very, because, As little information as possible. Because if you actually made us watch it, I'd be like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, New category. Pick a title. Pick, pick it based on title, and I, I, I we'll look go- it up. We'll, we're going to do the IMDb research live, basically. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Uh, oh, goody. <laughs> pick a title, and that'll be it. Yeah, I don't and, know. I think it'd be, I think it'll be yeah, fun no, to no. I, those I like, together. I like surprises, little stocking <laughs> stuffers. Okay, so. and so are all the movies we drafted last year, are they in play for Category 1? No, that's what I was saying. Like, we're not repeating. Yes. Okay, good. That's what I want to make sure. And are we doing a Vista? Vesta. It's Vesta, not Vista. We said it wrong all these years. <laughs> Does the Vista count? Does the Vista pick count from last year? Uh... It you sprung that on us. Did it? I here's um, here's here's what did I did. We think. document on, it on the yes yeah, on the Vesta. I think because that, that's true. Then my main picks out because I wanted yeah what I put in the Vesta. Yeah, I think you should be able to use your Vesta pick and show S three, but you can't use any previous. I mean, I, I, I'll Vesta. I'll live without it, but here's here's my take on the Vesta. I mean, I knew. I don't remember all three. I don't remember what I put in the vest. I remember, I remember Brian what put. I <laughs> yeah, you put the Dudley Moore Santa Claus movie. Arthur put Trading Place. Oh, I put a uh, um, Love Actually, and Arthur put Trading Places. See, that feels like those should go ahead and be retired out. Okay, 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 it's fine, it's fine. But should we put something else in there? And and what's the category? I don't know. You know, because we didn't have a specific category for the Vista. Should yeah, we do we... modern and older again? 
Well, the Vesta can only have one. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Well, well I mean, no, I'm saying we have one and show us three. We can do wasn't, it. I'm... Wasn't the Vista a like wild card? Yeah. Yeah, because pretty we, much. We, just it was up. sprung up on us, and and we and we we all had multiple movies in mind, and we didn't have to use them all, so we picked one of the. Uh, okay. You know so... what? I think I think we should have to put a horror Christmas movie in the Vesta this year. <laughs> I was going to say the Vesta got sponsored by TBS and it's just showing the Christmas story all day. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I'd be fine. I'd be down with horror Christmas at the Vesta. Well, it, it could be TNT and just showing the Wizard of Oz. Um, no, let's do this. All right. So in, in the show us three horror Christmas in that screen. And then in town, people get generic wildcard Christmas. Cool. Down with it, man. And no repeats from last year. So Jack no Frost, you're out of there unless there's yeah, a fourth there's one Jack Frost. If you guys remember <laughs> the stuff and you want to like text it to me later without me having to like listen to the episode or find the notes, Let's, I would appreciate it. Well, uh, I can tell you right now, uh, <laughs> uh, Jack Frost, uh, the Michael Keaton one, Jack Frost, the horror movie, and Jack Frost, the stop motion are out. <laughs> I don't know what yours Santa were, Claus. Arthur. I think you did a wonderful life for one of them for your classic. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure two of mine were. I did Gremlins because I remember that, yeah, and I did. I did, uh, I did uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and I think I did Elf for my third one, my modern one. Nice. Uh, because horror Christmas is what it is, I would say release the theatrical requirement on it. Yeah. Um, go straight um, to video. Yeah. yeah, if you want, yeah. or the Netflix. Oh. Stuff yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Arthur, I remember your horror movie last year was, uh, I believe it was Silent Night, Deadly Night. Punish. So. So uh, somebody's taking Santa sleigh this year, guys. That's what he's saying. Goldberg. Zach, Zach, <laughs> damn it! Damn it, Zach. <laughs> I wanted to pick that one last time, but I couldn't find a really good way for us to watch it. <laughs> I'm <So>. Jewish. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. What a move! What an acting performance. <clears throat> uh, Bill Goldberg do, is Santa. Do we also want to announce my New Year's movie, or we'll wait? You know what? Do it. Do it. Yeah, well, well, we'll announce it this time and the next time. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, a reminder. I don't want to hear. Yeah, folks, if you want to get ahead of the, the curve here uh, for our uh, New Year's, we'll be watching Ghostbusters too. Yes. Ghostbusters too. Yeah. <laughs> you're no, the one. Not... You're the one. What, Zach? What were you saving it for Valentine's Day? Bummer. <laughs> Bummer. Get past. We uh, we can't. We you know we don't know what's going on with your college stuff. We can't hold off, Zach. We gotta we gotta knock it out. Oh no. Okay. I don't know why he's upset. But he's not really upset, folks. He's just he's doing play acting. Upset. Mm -hmm. No, I'm I'm furious. Furious? (laughs) Ghostbusters and two a New Year's movie. Now I gotta take. Now I got to take Ghostbusters out of my uh, Xbox to watch Ghostbusters too. Oh, I see. <laughs> what have I done? Yeah. I've had Ghostbusters in there. I've watched it a couple times since we did it. Do we it's know? Like I, about... uh, is there an easy way to watch Ghostbusters too? Is it on anything right now? Oh God, yeah. I don't know. Buy it. 
It's in my DVD it's, collection. It's on. No, nah, I know we're okay. I'm just talking yeah, about for folks, for the listeners. We'll we'll get that for you shortly. But shoreleaf. I shoreleaf. <laughs> oh wow! What's up? Zach's got to know. Wow. Uh, it is not available on a free AMC subs. Um, so, and if, <laughs> I mentioned right TV subs about what was going into the National Film Registry. Oh. Sure. And Anna heard me in the other room, and she just sent me the whole list. Oh, good lord! Yeah, the uh, we'll start at the bottom. There's 25 movies going in. 25. Uh, Wally, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. Selena, which is awesome. Everybody should watch Selena if you have a chance. Uh, the Watermelon Woman from 96. Who Killed Vincent Chin from 87. Stop Making Sense. A Nightmare on Elm Street. The Return of the Jedi. That's going in. The Wobblies. Chicana. Richard Pryor, Live in Concert. Cooley High. Alone Goodbye. Pink Flamingos. The Murder of Fred Hampton. Requiem 29, Evergreen. Are you, doing any, are you doing any curation of these announcements, or you're just reading it? Just reading it, bud. He is just reading it. Man, I am checked out on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Does anything uh, anything catch your eye? Have you, are you seeing any movies you've heard of in the last yeah, couple? Uh, well, yeah, I've heard of uh, Return of the Jedi. No, I get that. I said in the last couple that you just read. Oh. Like The no, list no, is I'm getting done. very... It's, it's get, it's get, they're getting older. There's... They were in. Uh, oh, I read them in reverse. Uh, apparently, and no, I didn't. It looks like I did, but reverse chronological order. Anyway, <laughs> well, looks really like just... we don't have any luck on that streaming services for Ghostbusters. It's a rarity, in fact. See, but keep an eye out. Yeah. Yep. I've occasionally seen it on uh, Netflix, but that's a long time ago, and it's never been something I've had to hunt for because I've always had it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right. All right. everybody, uh, watch Ghostbusters and gear up for all your, all your Christmas stuff. Yeah, we're ready Arthur's... to believe you. Mm-hmm. That was five years before. No, they're still ready. <laughs> they're still ready. Hey, we kids, going we're to gonna call. have fun. Just a little side note on the Ghostbusters too. It's I, I like how they integrate inter, integrate um, uh, Janine's changes into the uh, animated series. You gonna talk about that on the thing? Yeah, I'll talk about that in the thing. Anyway, yeah. Just a little, was a little teaser. Nice. Well, uh, that's what I got. We'll talk Christmas stuff a bunch next week and get it out before Christmas. Fingers crossed. Hey, I got it. I'm on it. So, uh, Zach, anything else? No, sir. All right. Brian takes home. Folks. If, I mean, really, if you've got scissors for hands, just try to be more careful. I, I, I don't know how to emphasize this enough, I understand the situation's a little different for Edward, being not quite human and isolated, but you'd think someone would have learned their lesson by now after they'd cut themselves so many times. Just remember that your your hands are razor blade sharpness and varying lengths, and most of them are quite capable of slaughtering someone in one blow. Just 
You got scissors for hands. Don't run.